Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Gamecock Central Radio Podcast. Emerson Phillips joined by Colin Taylor. The Gamecocks wrapped up their first scrimmage of preseason camp on Saturday at Williams-Brice. And, Colin, it was a physical scrimmage, something that Will Muschamp said the Gamecocks very much needed, and it was a lot of contact in this scrimmage. And Coach Muschamp seemed very upbeat about uh, the way the team performed and has really performed throughout the preseason. We've got 11 practices down, 15 more to go. We're 20 days out from the season opener against North Carolina State. That'll be on Saturday. Saturday, September the 2nd, up in Charlotte. So, you know, plenty to talk about from the scrimmage that was closed. Uh, Colin, media not allowed to attend, and, you know, the only people that saw it were the people most closely associated with the program. Right, and you're kind of uh, up to listen to the coaches about what they had to say, and um, you, you kind of have to glean what you can from Coach Muschamp and like to keep things kind of close to his best uh, in terms of that stuff. But from all accounts, um, the team looks vastly better than what they did at this point last year. Yeah. Um, he said that there were a couple of explosive plays that Shai Smith really impressed. Um, and the defensive and offensive line played a lot better than they were at this point last season. He said they did a good job of sustaining blocks on the offensive line uh, and disengaging blocks on the defensive line. So uh, a lot of good to come from that this year. I know the trenches were a big thing. Must chance that they needed to improve. Uh, and then he talked about just working on tempo and kind of getting things, not getting as fatigued and working on making sure they're playing to the, the pace of their opponents, uh, especially the first couple weeks of the season, trying to get better at doing that. But uh, from all accounts, it was a pretty productive practice. They said they scrimmaged for about uh, a little close to two hours, two and a half hours, um, and ran about uh, 140 offensive snaps and then 20 on special teams. Right. Bentley worked 50 plays. Skarnickia got 50 snaps. Jay Urich, the third-string quarterback, got 40 snaps and then 20 plays for the special team. So Muschamp emphasized a couple things here. Colin, he said that, uh, number one, the, the tempo needs to pick up. The first two Gamecock opponents in the regular season schedule are going to be tempo teams. So he wants to see both sides of the football improving their tempo, and we've got an injury update today as well, an injury report that we'll get to later in today's podcast. We can tell you that freshman linebacker Jalen Dickerson is out for the season. More on that in just a moment. But Muschamp seemed upbeat, Colin. He said the defensive line has shown improvement. They're getting off of blocks better, and that's certainly an area where the Gamecocks were looking to improve this year. Definitely still concerned about depth on defense. He said he likes the starting 11, but you know, obviously linebacker depth is a real concern, and the injury to Dickerson certainly doesn't help. So I think Muschamp, you know, he said that the team has not taken any steps back, and they've only improved through the first 11 practices. He seemed very positive to me in his post-scrimmage comments. Right. He, I think there is reason for optimism. The team, from what we've seen uh, through the first couple practices and what we're allowed to watch, the team seems a lot more upbeat. They seem to know what they're doing more than they did last year, and I think that's trans- translating well to the, uh, the scrimmage field and the practice field. And then they're really – now they're able to kind of do more with their talent than they were last year when they were still trying to learn the system. So I think that you know, there is reason for optimism because these guys know what they're doing more so now and they feel a little more comfortable in the, the 
scheme that Muschamp and Kurt Roper have tried to, to bring in. And um, it showed this week in the uh, the scrimmages. They seemed like they played pretty well, and there was a video. The uh, official account tweeted out of Hayden Hurst making a really nice play, uh, a diving catch on a wheel route. Um, and Muschamp said that he's been impressed with Hayden Hurst through the first 11 practices as well. So um, a, lot to, a lot to be optimistic of if you're a South Carolina fan, especially after the first scrimmage of the of the year. Dennis Daly worked with the ones at left tackle, Colin? Yeah, that's what um, it's looking like right now. We get to see that a little bit of practice. Um, but yeah, right now he's working with the ones, and uh, him and Malik Young are kind of splitting reps there and rotating with uh, Donald Stanley working more at uh, guard, and they said they moved to Darius Hutcherson too, um, also to left guard, and he's working there as an interior lineman. Must chance that he wants to... Uh, get more push on the inside of the line, and he says today Tuckerson really helps to do that. Plenty to talk about with the defense today. Also, we mentioned the injury to Jalen Dickerson. He's got shoulder surgery coming up on Wednesday, so he is out for the season. This is a freshman linebacker that uh, figured to contribute this year, Colin, and we mentioned, you know, we talked all summer about the fact that the Gamecocks are looking for depth at linebacker, and Dickerson's a guy that was going to play. Muschamp says he's a football player, and that's what the Gamecocks need. So Muschamp uh, indicated that you know, he was obviously disappointed for Dickerson, but uh, some of the medical specialists indicated that this is the way to go for Dickerson. This surgery will be in his best interest, obviously, and it'll be three weeks or so before he begins aerobic training, eight weeks before he can hit the weights. It's about a six-month total recovery period from this injury for Jalen Dickerson, but Muschamp said he's excited about Dickerson's future as a Gamecock. Right, and um, I know injuries are never a good thing for a player, and the timing for it's not good, but it also helps that he's a, he's a true freshman. He can register this year, um, not lose a year of eligibility, and still kind of stay in the weight room, especially after that eight-week mark. Um, but it's, it's a blow for this Gamecock defense that is experienced somewhat on defense, but thin after the starting 11 they're going to put out there. Um, and Dickerson was a guy that was listed on the two deep depth chart going into the spring camp or preseason camp. And, um, it's not what you want to hear, uh, two weeks into camp, especially with the guy that you know was going to contribute and contribute a lot to this defense. Um, and Steven Montag, another guy that's in the secondary is going is, has a stress fracture in his foot. He's in a walking boot and, uh, much chance that they're going to evaluate him in a little over a week or so and see what the, uh, the course of action is for him. But, uh, an ailing secondary right now. So, yeah, I hope these guys make a speedy recovery. You never want to see players get injured. So, uh, hopefully Jalen and Steven Montak are able to play pretty well or heal, heal up well. Yeah. That way they can contribute in the future. All right, let's stay with the secondary here. You mentioned Montak out with the stress factor in the foot. Uh, could be out, I think they said 10 days. They're going to hold him out with this boot and then reevaluate him. Starting safety, mm-hmm. D.J. Smith, the leading tackler last year, did not play in Saturday scrimmage. His grandfather passed away last week, and D.J. was attending the funeral and spending time with his family. So, you know, a couple of key contributors to the secondary didn't participate in this scrimmage on Saturday, and the Gamecocks will have three newcomers in the secondary this year. We're still trying to hash out, you know, exactly what their roles will be, but uh, Keyson Nixon played exclusively at safety yesterday, and Muschamp said he's looking forward to watching the film on Nixon in the scrimmage to see how he fared there. And two freshmen back in the secondary as well that we've talked about here in August, Colin Jam Williams and Taven Jackson looks like all three are going to play in some type of role this year. So the secondary is young. Well, I think, you know, Chris Lamont is a big help for that defense, too. Um, he's a returning guy that I think that is going to be able to help some of the younger guys like Keyson Nixon and Taven Jackson and Jam Williams. Uh, he, they're going to, they're moving him around different places. They said he's look, getting most of his looks right now at uh, safety. 
but knows how to play cornerback and knows how to play the nickel spot. Um, he's most Jim said he was extremely bright yesterday and then he's kind of bulked up and gotten better over the off season. So he's another guy that, um, they're optimistic about. And I think that if the younger players, like I said before, if they can continue to develop, they have a lot of talent that they can mold into what they want this defense to look like. And, um, I think Keyson Nixon is going to be a big contributor this year. Um, Muschamp said after Keyson, you know, joined the the practice field a little bit later after arriving to campus, right as camp began, uh, he said the lights come on a little bit over the past, you know, three or four practices. He's kind of learning on the fly and learning pretty quickly now. So I think that if he can continue to do that and it starts to snowball his learning experiences, he'll be a guy that um, relied on pretty heavily. Uh, this upcoming season in the uh, rotation. Scrimmage Report here on Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Colin Taylor. Download the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and on Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio. You'll find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Colin, uh, about 20 plays for the special teams in the scrimmage on Saturday, and new Gamecock place kicker Alex Wozniak connected on a 52-yarder that uh, Muschamp said would have been good from 60. Right, and uh, he's kind of separating himself probably as the clear-cut favorite for the field goal team um, this upcoming season. I think that he's going to be the guy, and now the attention turns to who's going to do the kickoff roles and who's going to take punter and who's going to take snapper. And I think um, he said uh, Charlton and Michael Allman are still battling for that punter spot, but Parker White's probably got the kickoff spot. Um, he's taking most reps of the ones there. And then Ben Asbury is probably going to handle the snapper role. Um, so it's uh, there's a lot to be optimistic about there. Wozniak, I mean, if he's hitting 60 yards in a scrimmage, uh, it's a little bit different with 80,000 people screaming at you. But uh, that, that signs for optimism and then shows that there's talent there. And um, people, you know, you got to remember he's a true freshman, or not a true freshman, but a redshirt freshman. So I think that he's going to, you know, still have a little bit of, to go in terms of, you know, the mentality and the maturity, but he's a guy that Muschamp's pretty excited about. He thinks that he's going to be able to be a an elite kicker at the um, Division One level in the SEC. So, uh, but yeah, he said the 52-yarder and, you know, good from 60, so um, signs for optimism. Looks like Gamecock special teams coming together here 20 days from the start of the season. Debo Samuel, Shai Smith, likely major part of the return game here, and some of these other specialists being ironed out here in the early weeks of preseason camp. Let's go back to the injury report here, Colin. Randricus Davis sidelined again with a hamstring injury. He was not available due to injury at the start of camp, but he did return last week. But now he's out again with his hamstring. This guy's been bitten by the injury bug really since he got to campus. Right, and you, you hate to see a guy that you know has such potential uh, gifted with a lot of speed, and he just can't seem to stay healthy. It's, it's terrible, and much chance that he's frustrated for him because he was injured last year, and uh, Muschamp mentioned the fact that when he was at Georgia playing, Muschamp was, uh, he was injured like that, and he didn't feel a part of the team, and he feels, uh, Randricus Davis feels the same way, and, you know, it, it's a disconnect because you're doing all this rehab while the team is practicing and going through all this, so uh, you feel for Davis, but um, I hope he can be on the men soon and get that hamstring worked out because he's going to be a big contributor this year, uh, or they feel like he can be. Uh, with his speed and kind of the knowledge of the offense after, you know, learning it a little bit last year when he was injured. And uh, they think he could be a guy that could fill in maybe behind Debo or Brian, Shai Smith, some of those guys uh, in that slot receiver role because he is so fast and he is so talented. 
All right, we talked about Stephen Montag with the stress fracture in the foot. Muschamp said nothing surgical required for Stephen Montag, but he will wear a walking boot for 10 days and then will be reevaluated. Shamik Blackshear, defensive end out of Bluffton scrimmage on Saturday, actually returned to practice on Friday and did participate in the scrimmage on Saturday. He had a concussion last week, Colin, and uh, Muschamp said that uh, you know Blackshear was back in, at practice on Friday and scrimmaged on Saturday, and good to see Shamik Blackshear back in the fold because he's a player that can help the Gamecocks with that pass rush that really needs improvement. Yeah, so you know Blackshear was out for a couple of days with a concussion. Lance Thompson said um, after practice one day this week, and. Uh, Got to dress out again. He was fully dressed in shoulder or shorts and uh, the jersey and helmet on Friday. Uh, still has a long way to go when he, if he wants to get into that rotation, especially with a lot of young guys uh, who are impressing him. Aaron Sterling looked well. Uh, Brad Johnson's playing pretty well too in those kind of buck positions. And uh, but I think if a healthy Shamik Blackshear is not going to hurt South Carolina's chances this year. Uh, if he can continue to build that strength and stay healthy, I think that he's going to be a part of that defensive line rotation behind, you know, Aaron Sterling and a couple other guys that, you know, have been playing well this camp. So I think that, you know, he has to stay healthy and he still has to learn the system a little bit. But, uh, it's, it's good news when Shamik Blackshear is healthy. You always want to root for a guy that's stays healthy and is able to compete every day. Yeah, Blackshear very physically gifted, and the Gamecocks would love to get something out of him this year. 11 practices down, 15 to go as we count down the days to the season opener against North Carolina State. The Gamecocks are an underdog in that ball game. 3 o'clock kickoff Saturday, September the 2nd at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Going to be a great way to kick off the new season. Colin, talk about what you got coming up on GamecockCentral.com this week. Yeah, so uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on. Obviously, camp continuing on. Uh, we, you know, a lot of updates from, you know, who's repping where and kind of different stories going on. Um, we should get some assistant coaches as well this week, too. So be on the lookout for some updates from them on who's performing well and whatnot. But other than that, we got some practices we get to go to. And uh, time is slowly ticking down to where we can actually talk about a game for once. So yeah. um, a lot the focus now shifts to maybe – who's going to start the most and who's going to get some reps behind them. And um, obviously we're paying attention to the offensive line. I'm sure that's a big talking point this week. Uh, but other than that, it's, you know, getting closer and closer to the time where they actually get the strap on the pads and the, the helmets for real and go against someone that's not without Carolina on their chest. So, Right. Uh, 20 days till the season opener, but really only two weeks of what we consider preseason camp remaining, and then we'll be in the game week preparation for NC State. So season opener right around the corner, and we're looking forward to talking more Gamecock football with you, Colin, here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us today. Absolutely. Enjoyed, enjoyed my time. All right. We always enjoy having you. That's Colin Taylor. I'm Emerson Phillips, and we'll have plenty more Gamecock football discussion here on GCR. Thanks for joining us. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.